Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Carl, thank you very much indeed for that. You're sending your questions and your observations on the historic merger in the GA to 51551 already, and we'll get to that because the GA, the LGFA, and the Camogie Association are to be brought under one umbrella, one GA body, if proposals announced today are implemented. Former President Mary McAleese has been chairing a steering group for the last 18 months or so, and today it published a recommendation that by 2027, just three years away, there will be just one association. Now, it's been welcomed uh, across the board, uh, and it's very exciting, but it throws up huge questions about how it will be run, how it will be financed, and how funding will be divided uh, among the various uh, teams, uh, to say the least, among other questions. To discuss this, uh, I'm joined by Larry McCarthy, who's GAA president, and by Cora Staunton, a four-time all-Ireland winner with Mayo and coach and selector with the Balna Stevenite senior men's team. You're both very welcome to the programme. And I might come to you, Larry McCarthy, first of all, because it's being termed a brand new association, isn't it, by 2027? That's what's promised. Uh, how will this well, uh, work? Well, we're going to come under the one umbrella of, of the GEA, Carmack, and it will be a brand new organisation in terms of we'll be integrated with or with the Camogie Association and with the LGFA. So by very dint of coming together, that creates a brand new organisation, a brand new association for us, and we, we move on from that. And, and it's an exciting day, I can assure yeah, you, for the three organisations. It really is, and it's an historic day, if and when it happens. Will all of the associations then and all of the teams within that one body, Larry, uh, have equal footing? Everybody will have equal footing in this new organisation, Cormac. I mean, it's, it's about everybody in the institution. We're close to one million members between the three associations. So this is not particularly about one, one particular group within that. It's about the three associations and the three of us coming together to develop Gaelic Games so that we have one association for all going forward from 2027. And equal funding then? Funding will come into the new association, obviously, and then it will be divided appropriately um, in, in the, by the means by which we, we divide it um, currently. I mean, there, there will be demands on it from various people, but it's a new association, it's a new organisation, it's a new structure. So the, the funding will come out of that new association. Uh, and when you, does appropriately mean equally, Larry? Appropriately means equally in the context of across the institution, um, what, where we need the money and how we spend the money um, in terms of facilities, in terms of clubs, in terms of players, um, in, clubs of, in terms of coaching and games. Mm. And it'll be under the one organisation, so it, okay. it'll be so, so across it, everybody. Uh, it doesn't mean that if there is uh, one central pot of funding that men's and women's football will get an equal amount. It doesn't mean that, does it? It, it, it means that the money will be spent from that central pot appropriately. I, I don't know what that means, I'm sorry. It means wherever the needs are. I mean, the the needs are going to come from the association. They're going to come from the members. They're going to come from the county board. So if we're allocating funding to a county board, they will allocate it according to their needs. Mm-hmm. What happens if uh, the women's game, for example, uh, let's say Camogie, they say, yeah, it's true at the moment we don't have this, the same amount of membership in a certain club as uh, the hurling teams but we are growing at a, a lot faster rate and we need more pitches to be developed, so we need more funding. Well, what we do is um, we, we will develop um, facilities as we see necessary. 
um, and we will help our clubs and they will be new, newly constituted clubs in this new association to develop clubs as we have been doing for you know quite a while at the state common. Yeah. Do you foresee problems in Larry or does the GA foresee problems in terms of the amount of funding uh, or financing that will be uh, available? Because I, I saw an incredible figure in terms of what the GA brings in. Last year, 96 million euro in terms of income. The LGFA brought in 7.3 million euro and Camogie brought in 2.9 million euro. Now, how do you reconcile uh, one organisation and that disparity in terms of funding? What you're doing is you're creating a new organisation which will have that collective pot that you refer to Camogie and then it will be distributed according to the needs of the clubs in that new association Mm -hmm. um, through the county boards. So if Camogie, for example, again, shows a development plan and uh, growth prospects way beyond the demand needs they have at the moment, will that be forthcoming in terms of finance? But I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a new association, so it'll be coming forth from a county board or from a club that is not just necessarily going to be um, Camogie. It could be LGFA and Camogie, it could be LGFA, Camogie and GAA, mm-hmm. um, as we know it now. So, I mean, it's, it's a new organisation and people have to realise that um, and that it will be funded accordingly. And we're hoping, obviously, as well in terms of facilities, that we will get public funding. Um, and the government have been very, very supportive of, of this move. Yeah. Um, they've encouraged us to go down this road. Um, and we've, we've had negotiations with them. Um, and they have said, yes, you know, we support you. And we're hoping, obviously, that that will include um, funding for facilities and perhaps municipal facilities as well, so, so that they're shared, and not necessarily just shared among the family of Gaelic games, but shared across sports so that we encourage more people to participate for longer. Let me bring in Cora Stone to the Mayo legend here. What challenges do you foresee, Cora? Yeah, I think there's obviously going to be a lot of challenges early days. Um, I suppose the next three years is, is where the important things are probably going to be um, solved or resolved in um, in terms of you know challenges in terms of females that ha- be, that we've had for for numerous years. Um, but I suppose you can't just look at it, the challenges. I think there's going to be huge opportunities from from a, a female point of view. I have to look at it over the last you know 30 years plus that I've been involved in the in in LJFA. Um, you know, we've had huge challenges around fixtures. We've had huge challenges around how female players have been treated, whether whether that's expenses. Um, whether that's training facilities, things like that. I think there's going to be huge opportunities for female players moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the way we need to look at it. We don't need to be looking at it as challenges. There's there's huge opportunities. Um, we've been calling for this for years. Um, female players have been calling for this for years. And it's great to see finally, even though it's three years away, that there's a date, that integration, that we're, we'll, we'll all be as one. Because yeah. let's call a spade a spade. While I've been playing ladies football, it's it's Gaelic football I've been playing. It's just because I'm female. We're all under the one organisation. And I think that's critically important when it comes to that I go down or a young boy or girl, when they go down to their local club, they're going down to represent their local club on a football field and they shouldn't be treated in any way differently, whether they're male or female. How do you this? How do you think, Cora, this could uh, improve the situation for female players? Oh, I, I think it can have, you know, there's, there's there can be huge improvements. And I, I'll give you one example, you know, of, of something that's happened very recently. For example, Mayo Ladies played uh, two weeks ago um, against their, their against Dublin in a National League match on a Sunday morning. 
or Sunday afternoon at two o'clock, um, the Mayo Min played at half seven on that Saturday evening in McHale Park, which is a half an hour away from Ballina. Mm-hmm. Why on God's earth that we wouldn't have the two matches played one before each other? McHale Park is a big pitch, has plenty of dress rooms, but yet in all the female game is played 12 hours later in Ballina. Um, and we're here trying to promote the game. Yeah. While there was a relatively nice crowd at the game, there was uh, close on 20,000 in McHale Park. Why the female uh, Mayo team couldn't be playing at half five that evening and promote the game um, and let people do it. Same thing happened last weekend in Kerry where he had Mayo ladies playing at two o'clock in Killarney, expecting Mayo sporters to drive 40 minutes extra to go to Killarney to come back to Tralee to watch Mayo men play at half seven. Makes no sense, I hope yeah. an issues like this would be resolved. And, and, you, and that, you'd imagine... that's just that's one of many issues that I hope can be res- resolved what, 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 and that will help grow the game and, and, and get more um, more girls, young girls, um, playing the game as well, and those issues, Larry, could be could be ironed out really easily, couldn't they? Under a new body, well, with, with, they could, yeah, of course, because if you've a master fixture schedule in the one organisation, yeah. you can certainly certainly um, fix those issues and those challenges and make it, as Cora suggests, more attractive um, for for young girls to be playing Gaelic football and to continue to play Gaelic football by having those sort of double headers. Yeah, you've doubled the amount of fixtures now, though. With the same amount of pitches? No, with the same with the same with the same number of fixtures. Um, it's just that they're going to be con- centrally managed. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, you're, you're, you're not you're not going to have double the amount of fixtures. You're yeah. just going to bring them in under the one umbrella of one fixtures committee. But it does it does happen. It does happen though, and and we're getting texts uh, on this uh, to five one double five one that men's and women's team uh, almost fight for the same pitch uh, at a club level. Uh, club level, uh, and there is particularly in urban areas. I think there's a lack of facilities, isn't there? So oh, <laughs> you're tired of hearing this thing. So where do you think the um, the fun is going to come from to expand the amount of facilities available? Consideration with um, with the municipal authorities, I would hope, particularly in urban areas, um, that they would see their way to putting Gaelic pitches um, and giving us the, the giving cities essentially the lungs to breathe by creating these green spaces, um, and then you know perhaps using schools post um, post class time. Um, if there are lights on them and if they're sufficiently developed and you have a good relationship and clubs, some clubs are doing that already and I would hope that would continue to do. But listen, Carmel, urban areas are always going to be a challenge in terms of playing facilities. Yeah, and it's not just urban areas. I'm reading about Kerry, for example. They reckon they'll need five extra pitches to service the needs of the LGFA and Camogie in the county as well. And I just keep coming back to the point, Larry. How will this be financed? And it seems to me, you correct me if I'm wrong, you'll have to get significant funding extra from government or you'll have to increase ticket prices or you'll have to increase merchandise sales or dare I say it you'll have to increase sponsorship Well hopefully we can increase sponsorship because we'll be a much more attractive brand um, to big sponsors um, and given that we will have um, the three or so competitions essentially under the one brand I would hope that it would be a wonderful opportunity for sponsorship to be increased um, but yeah, there, there are facilities that will be needed. There's no doubt about that. But I have no doubt as well that I'm confident that we will be able to get those facilities um, and negotiate with local authorities, lo- with local government um, to make sure that we have them. Now, Co- it's not going to happen overnight, Carmack. It's not yeah, going to happen I, overnight. I, I, just, I, I don't know what this does to the ethos that, of the GA. Is a Ballinas Stevenites pitch named by uh, a sponsor yet 
Cora, and how would you be? <laughs> are you up to getting a sponsor? It's certainly not named by a sponsor, no, but just to come in on that, I think we're, we're talking here again very negatively about this. I think already, if you looked over the last 20, 30 years, all these matches and all these training sessions and everything has happened. While they mightn't happen uh, very fairly for the female sport, all these, you know, they're talking about extra pitches needed in Kerry here, there and everywhere, and there will be extra facilities. But everything is running smoothly as it is already. So is it's it? just that that there's equal... Well, it's it, it's it's running. It's Sorry, smoothly mightn't be the right word. Everything is running at the moment. Everyone is getting some sort of pitch, whether it's been... Um, if teams are getting them fairly so it's normally the female teams that have suffered but there's plenty of opportunities there there's plenty of pitches that I can talk for my own mm. um, you know place here at Mayo there's a, been times when I played as a Mayo ladies footballer that I couldn't get anywhere near Mikhail Park but it's not that Mikhail Park has been used it just wasn't given so I think when you have these one organi- one organisation taking the fixtures or one county board organising everything, then when you can see all your inter-county teams or club teams, when there's one person running that, they can all then come together and do a master fixture plan. Uh, so so, so I think you that's, expect... I think that's the... Uh, can I, can I, I think po- that's the biggest thing that... I'm sorry to cut across you, but can I ask you a very pointed question then, Cora? Dare I ask this? Are, are you under the delusion then, uh, some might say, that under one body, that power struggle will end? That men, no, I don't think it'll, men have that. I, I don't think no, I don't think there's it'll end. But I think that, 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 let, let's hear Cora. Sorry, I, I want to yeah. address that to Cora first. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think, uh, as, as Larry said, there'll always be issues. I don't think it'll end, but I, I think we'll have more of a voice. I think at the moment we probably don't have a voice in there. And I think if you have a one county board or a one club executive and you're represented by your your three different clubs, if you have Camogie, if you have Hurling, Ladies Football, whatever it is, if you're represented within, then at least you have a voice to try and solve the issues at the moment. And a lot of clubs... That's not all clubs. It's you know because I I've gone around to a lot of clubs and have the one club model and it's working. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of clubs or in a lot of counties, the voice isn't even there to try and to make the change. At least now we have the opportunity to make the change. Will there be? Equal- I think that that's. Re- Sorry, I think that's really important. I think that's really important, and I think that's up to the people that will be um, running the the clubs or running the county boards. That yes, there will be. You look at it and you see how many teams you have, and you try and give as, as best as you can equal footing to all clubs working down, all teams working down from your senior team to your underage team. Okay. So I think when there's a voice there, that, that that's hugely important. My God, people and are exercised. I just don't exercised. think it's, it's it hasn't been there before. People are exercised by this. Let, let me read you some of the text. New association in this new association. The female voice will be amplified as Cora. The point is, Cora is making very, very well. Mm-hmm. It will it be in equal? terms of the necessity, in the necessity for access to pitches, as you 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 brought up. Mm-hmm. Will it be the equal? female voice will, will, will be amplified? Be, uh, will be abs- that will be that will depend on on the local issues. No, hang on a second. Let me ask this. Yeah, will, will there be an equal amount of executives on the new body, male and female, Larry? more than likely will but I wouldn't mandate that I mean the talent will come through from the clubs and they're going to elect their committees and whoever is representing will the talent coming through from each of the sports um, will represent their committees the same as it'll happen at that provincial level and at national level mm. Cora 
Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree. But I, I think it's to go back to the point around, you know, the commercial opportunities that now that that, that clubs can have, that the, the counties can have, that the GEA can have. Because you look at any sponsorship now in particular, they want that it's represented by male and female. And that's what they're after. Okay. They're not coming after that they want to represent a male team. They want to represent an, an organisation that treats that treats both equally. Okay. I think that's that's huge. And I think globally as well, that if we look that this can this can work in 2027, that the GA now is known as one association, we're united. I think globally this could have a huge um, impact as well for okay. the GA. I think, you know, what we're doing commercially can be huge going forward. Okay, can I ask you finally, Larry McCarthy, about the uh, the funding provided by government today as part of the eight hundred million euro uh, the shared island uh, scheme, the the Caseman Park project, uh, fifty million euros committed now to the redevelopment. The GA are committing fifteen million. Uh, will you give more if needed? Well, we don't know what the the, the overall prices of the projects are going to be quite yet, but we we'll certainly consider it in light, and we welcome the, the commitment of the Irish government to the project. Um, it's a good news, obviously for. Um, the GA in Antrim, good news from the GA in, in Ulster, but we'll certainly look at it in light. But we, we will need to know the overall cost of the project, Cormac. Oh, OK, look, uh, Larry McCarthy, GA President and Mayo legend, Cora Staunton, thank you very much indeed. Five on double five one. 